1: Paul Stanley, happy 72nd birthday. Whoa. <laughs> right? Makeup or not. And so we throw some kiss on for you this morning. It is Sam and
2: Greg. Shout out to Dave Cohen.
1: That's right. This is his favorite band. Oh,
2: man. He, he traveled to the end of the earth to see kids. <laughs>
1: yes, he, yes, he would. Yeah. Happy birthday, Paul Stanley. Had to play some kiss there. Noelle knew. knew exactly what song she's going to play. Right? You come on, you, yeah, big kid. We discovered something about Noel uh Uh-oh. last week.
0: Uh-oh. That's my song. Okay.
1: So I told her to pick the song. I might have wow. grabbed another one there, but did you like them with without makeup when they did it little thing? Nah, I like yeah. the makeup. Yeah, got to have that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's absolutely right. Happened on this day, Questlove. I mentioned him. It's his birthday. Listen to this. These two guys are born on the actual same day, celebrating a birthday today. Remember Ron Harper played in the NBA, mm-hmm. played with Jordan and Boy. Yeah, yep. Ron Harper turned sixty today. Born on the same day, Ozzie Gian Whoa. White Sox manager, yeah, and yeah, known yeah. for other things right now, unfortunately. But yeah, Ozzie and Ron Harper, born on the same day. Happy birthday, Rich Gannon, and man, I, I I got no ties to the Orlando Magic. I just he's one of these people who your bottom lip comes out for if if you just appreciate sports and feel so bad for him because this is the first thing you think of when you think of Nick Anderson, is those four free throws. He missed during the finals with the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. Shaq was on that team. That was a great team, yeah. and and they knocked the Bulls out as Michael came back. And but Penny Hardaway, that was when I absolutely believed that Penny Hardaway was unstoppable. It seemed like he could do whatever he wanted. A six. Now Magic was six nine, but Penny was six seven, point guard. Yeah. And it just for for a, for a couple years, man, unstoppable plus there are people of a certain age that don't remember the little penny commercials which were funny oh, as man. you know what oh, Matt. man chris rock <laughs> All right. no you remember the Well, you you, you remember them uh, little penny commercials
0: oh yeah okay that Tyra Banks, <laughs> Blackstreet took it and remixed it and put it in their video. Yeah, y'all that the remember if you went
1: far. If you was somebody who don't remember the little penny commercials, take them to YouTube and show them to them. <laughs> <laughs> with Chris Rock doing the voice of those. Oh man, epic. Anyway, happy birthday Nick Anderson. He's fifty five years old today. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, one more insignificant piece of information before we get to this. Now this one you got to stay with me with because this is a good one, and I can't remember the last time we brought up the name Ronald Reagan on this show. But I'm going to bring up Ronald Ronald Reagan. I'm going to bring up something Ronald Reagan related. Although I think of every time I see ESPN's Jeff Passan, I think of Ronald Reagan. He looks just like him. I think the first thing out of his mouth is always going to be, well. (laughs) Reagan left office on this date in 89. Did you know when he left office, he was the first president since like 1840 that was elected in a year that ended with a zero that didn't die in office. Now, stay with me. When he left office in 89, he was elected in 80, right? He was the first president, and I think the only, still, that was elected in a year that had a zero in it that did not die in office. The guys between 1840 and they, that were elected in those years, the one just before Reagan was Kennedy. Right. But then the list is uh, uh, William McKinley, FDR. By the way, FDR was elected today for the fourth time. And, you know, that's one of those stories. He was the last president to get four, you know, serve four terms. And, of course, anybody who has done any kind of history truly believes that this country, especially now, doesn't elect a guy if they knew that he was in a wheelchair. The country didn't know. Most of the country didn't know that the president was in a wheelchair and suffering from polio and whatever else. So... But anyway, a little bit of history for you there. Yeah, Reagan got out of office, and he made it. He got shot in office, but he, he didn't oh, yeah. die in office. No. But no. all those guys, think about that, from 1840 on that were elected in a year zero, died
2: yeah. while they were I, in I office. Th- I thought you were going to mention something about didn't have Sam Donaldson yelling at him.
1: Anymore. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Mr.
2: President!
1: <laughs> Mr. President! Oh, all right, I'll bring it back to sports. Today yeah. was the, the end. Uh, well, actually, they played the game of the century, basketball. Basketball, college basketball's game of the century ah, happened on this day. In the Astrodome. There you go. You yeah. knew that one, right? Houston mm-hmm. Cougars beat uh, UCLA, ending their forty-seven game streak.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So there you go. That was uh, in sixty. 16- if you
2: watch that game and go back and watch the video of that game, now you 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 like, wow, that's how they played because there was no like backcourt pressure. Mm-hmm. They they just got the ball and just walked it up the court and played. I mean, you I guess you know. You hadn't gone. Or maybe you didn't get you didn't do that throughout the game. It's something you will wait till late in the game to do. Help but me out. Va- oh, oh go go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, who's the I, I mean I can I can think of Bill Walton, because Kareem was already gone, right? No, no. Oh, well am I thinking he was this, Oh, this, that's this, right. Walton was in the early seventies. Yeah. So this was sixty eight. So yeah, Kareem was on the excuse against, me, Lou Al Against Elvin Hayes. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Who was on the yeah. Cougars that I couldn't remember? Mm-hmm. What superstar there? Mm-hmm. Elvin Hayes, man. Yeah. Big E. But that happened on this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Sam and Greg moving into the 9 o'clock hour. Going to talk to Tyree and everything uh, football-related, but also a little Philly-related. Let him vent and give us an update. Are they going to keep their head coach? Because are there people who are circling the runways waiting to find out what happens up in Philly? Yeah. As opposed to maybe going and, uh, and, and interviewing for that Washington job or here in Atlanta. But we Tuesday, Mike Vrabel will have his second interview. He will be the 10th interview yeah. for this Atlanta Falcons team.
2: we get his first.
1: No, but it will be the tenth overall. O- overall, so that's what that's that's what's being reported. So, yep, yep. I don't know. Um, but let's talk a little Hawks because you listen. We got them tonight. Well, actually, we have them, and then W A O K has the playoff action. But Hawks versus Cleveland, seven uh, seven o'clock pregame, seven thirty tip. And as you said, as we walked in here today, Greg, these boys are on a three game winning streak. Three game winning streak. If you didn't how- hear how it ended, here's how it ended.
3: They come in here, and DeJounte Murray knocks down a three, and the Hawks held at the end. The Miami never got a shot off. They never got a shot off. The great butler in the corner wouldn't shoot it. He threw it to Martin with no time left. And the Hawks win. Wow, what a win. They came from behind at the end. And they win it by a point 109-108. Nice
2: week. <laughs> and we had guess. a nice week. We put together three wins here. And, um, you know, they finished up the five game homestand by winning two games. And then they go on the road and, and get a win against Miami, a team that's really known for being a really, really tough defensive team. And uh, they get a win down there, which is pretty impressive. And they come back here and they take on uh, Cleveland tonight.
1: Do you feel like the issues that we had discussed for months, as far as the defensive side of the ball, these guys, and I'm not talking football, but just their defense overall, as it turned a corner, what are you seeing in this three-game streak that we didn't see prior to that?
2: Um, better defense, but still not great defense. You know, better defense. You know, make making some um, making some shots. I mean, Trey was out of the lineup last night. Of course, he's been on each and every game. Um, you know, making cut shots to get the win. Um, you know, with, with Dejounte Murray this week, which has been great as the. Trade rumors in the circle about him. The latest now is that Milwaukee may have an interest. We know that the Lakers have an interest in him. Uh, The thing is, what do you get in exchange, you know, from those teams? Boy, would it be a kick in the head to see him go to Milwaukee? Is a team in your division, you're going to have to turn around and face him. They already picked up Damian Lillard to go along with, you know, Giannis. I mean, my goodness. But but, but they feel like even though there's some feeling that the Milwaukee team – is not as strong defensively as they're going to need to be if they want to really in the Celtics when they get the playoff time, or Philadelphia, yeah, or, or Philadelphia, um, you know, and so, you know, they you, you figured Murray may give them a little hand in that area.
1: I if I was waiting for you to say, and I'm glad you didn't say when I asked you the question, what's the difference now as opposed to, you know, last week, and if you said effort, which really could be an answer. I saw, I saw an effort I hadn't seen before. That would make you want to walk in the traffic because that gets to that one thing that we say all the time, it's want to. And if you see that having an ebb and flow throughout the course of the season, I'm not talking about over a whole 82-game regular season. We know that's long. Got to pace yourself, call it load management, whatever. Or these guys really start hustling post-Christmas. But what we saw prior to this, this three-game winning streak is off and on effort. It was described in many different ways, but it came down to that, right? And so now if they've decided to turn it on, don't that make you kind of mad? It's like, wh- why now? Yeah. What y'all been waiting on? You're five and five and a half games out of the division. You're looking up at Orlando and Miami, and you're not going to scare Cleveland. I mean, excuse me, not Cleveland. You're not going to scare um, Boston, you're not going to scare Philly. You're not going to scare Milwaukee, let alone some of these other teams that are ahead of you that you're going to have to go through if you want to be, if you still feel like you are a playoff team. I think that's a reason. those are reasonable questions to ask and wonder why now as opposed to
2: earlier in yep, the season. Yep. I, I don't know. Now my thing would be once they get everybody healthy, they're doing these things right now without DeAndre Hunter, who is your stopper. When healthy, he's that guy on defense that's kind of kind of leads your defensive effort. That was his role. They hope when he came to this team, um, and so before you throw that totally out, you would like to hopefully get him back. I mean, he's his activity is ramping up. He's doing more now as far as when practicing with the team, and hopefully, sometime in the not too distant future, we get to see him back in the mix with the team. Meanwhile, you know these guys have been treading water. You know where they where they've been. So far they gotta win so many games just to get back to five hundred. Um, you know, but it's their own fault, right? So that's the thing. You hope that the effort would be there. You hope that they would see some things happening a little differently with the team and they would go ahead and, you know, and, and be consistent with it because that's what the team needs.
1: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine the game, ninety the game.com. I was gonna ask you about Siakam being traded to the Pacers and what that team now do we put them up there with with, with Milwaukee and Bo- and Boston and, and in Philadelphia, as far as now that they've got him out of Toronto, do they become one of the players in the East? You got to consider getting out or well, getting well,
2: You have to watch them because of what they did in the in-season tournament. They showed an in the in-season tournament. They have what it takes to be a, to be a possible factor. I mean, but winning the games in that and winning a series, incorporate a superstar though. You know they're, what I mean?
1: they're bringing this guy in there along with Halliburton. What they got already? Yeah. I mean, this is going to be the watch for me. It's coming out of the East. Um, all right, moving into the uh, next segment. We haven't talked to Gil in a little bit. And if that dude hangs up on us, d- 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 I ain't going to say nothing. But no, anyway, man. we hope we can get him here. Yeah. Gil Tyree, uh, does he have walk on music too? That's the other thing. We got to get him some kind of walk on music. If we do that, I believe he will always be there when he says he's going to join us. I got to give him a little bit of help. That's just me, though. I love him. He's going to talk Philly. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game 929 game.com Sports Radio, 929 game 92.9thegame.com. Nine game.com it is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, the 20th day of January. Listen, I forgot to mention this last segment. If you haven't been outside yet, layer up.
2: You've been yep. hearing that it's cold. Yep. It, it, it's cold. It's a pretty day, though. There's not a cloud in it's, the sky. I, nice, nice blue sky. Sun is out, folks. This was this.
1: Uh, this reminds me of when I was a kid, man. My father get me up and say, "Boy, get out there and shovel the driveway, or sho- shovel shovel the walkway." And yep. it'd be like this outside, but there'd be snow on the ground. I'm just saying, um, just layer up. The guy on the other end of the phone is laughing right now. Oh yeah, yeah we said yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's laughing as you know what off right now because he's up there in Philly. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what, it wouldn't be a bad idea when you put your coffee on. As soon as you start it, go outside, start your car. And then come back in. Let it run. Let you enjoy your coffee. But I will tell you this, and this is this is serious because this was something that happened to me. So I'm going to pass this story on. Went up to Chicago a few years ago with the car that I bought here in Georgia. So everything that was in there as far as the fluids. And when we got to town, it was coming down, not hard, but the slush was on on I80 and getting on the 94, heading into the city, and. The slush was kicking up on the windshield, and so I got my wipers on, and then I'd hit the um, windshield wiper fluid to clean it off, and it froze because the fluid that they put in cars south of the Mason-Dixon line is not the fluid that they put in up north. So if you go out and you have some stuff on your windshield, you try to get it off, and listen, first of all, hopefully it isn't froze over your, your hole so the stuff will come out. Yeah. That was another problem, but uh, you might want to check on your fluid and, uh, you know, Make a run down to the store and get yourself some winter fluid or whatever it is, but yours may have that happen for the cars here in Georgia. Having said that, let's bring on a guy right now who doesn't have to worry about the fluid in his car. freezing up on his
3: windshield. That's
1: Gil Tyree.
3: Morning, Gil, and how are things in Philly? Hey, Greg, listen. I told you. I told you he was laughing. <laughs> that's, an under, that's an understatement. First of all, the, with the fluid, I took care of that last night and I took care of it again this morning. And y'all talking about... Freezing down there, you ain't – no, you, you know, sea freezing. You won't know freezing until you come up here, man. We're 18, <laughs> 18 degrees right now, wind blowing with a wind chill factor of, of minus six. Gil, and, uh, Gil,
1: ain't nobody trying no, to hear and, that. And, and, Gil, it's 17 degrees and, in Atlanta. It's 17 and, and degrees and six, in Atlanta.
3: Six inches, six inches, man. Six okay. inches oh, of white oh, stuff. Okay. Okay, well, okay oh, that came down yesterday. Really? Which I, uh, yeah, which I shoveled. And I shoveled also on Monday because <laughs> we had another four inches on Monday. You don't have so, a snowblower? My neighbor does. Okay. He has a snowblower. <laughs> what happened is he is, is accident. You know, his, his uh you know they got that. Uh, it's almost like a. I don't know what you call it a, uh, a cord or whatever. Whatever happened, it broke. Okay. So he's trying to find it. You know, to to get it back going again. But uh, we've been out dealing with it. But you know, hey. Listen. No, at least, it, at least you got sunshine and you know blue skies, and you got hope. You got hope to get over the freezing uh, line before uh, before noon. This at is. least that you know you get above freezing.
1: It's it's rare that we have a guest on with me and Sam, where the guest <laughs> and myself are in tune, and Sam's looking at us like we're speaking Russian because he ain't got no idea about going out and starting a car.
2: As a Southern gentleman I don't know about, right I don't here. Know about starting a car. I don't know about shoveling, shoveling a bunch of snow.
3: You guys got the expertise
2: in shoveling that snow. Gil, great, always great to catch catch up with you. Uh, I mean, and the NFL playoffs are continuing today, minus uh, the team from your neighborhood. what? How, how, how do you put into words what, what, what happened with, with the Eagles?
3: How, how much time you you guys got? You got another hour?
2: Well, you got to pace
1: yourself. We got other questions for you, but yeah, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. It,
3: but definitely. I'll pay. I'll just say this: it's uh, it's a continuing house of turmoil, more turmoil and more turmoil, and it doesn't seem to end, and it's not going to end anytime soon until the owner decides what he wants to do. And right now, I mean, the smoke is coming out of uh, Novacare Center. I mean, nobody, everybody's anticipating uh, Nick Sirianni, uh being let go. You know, the, the the majority of your fan base up here feel like uh, this was uh, this is something that couldn't be tolerated. The biggest collapse since 1964, Sam and Greg, you know, when the Phillies had a six-and-a-half-game lead over St. Louis and ended up losing the pennant, and uh, St. Louis ended up playing the Yankees in the World Series. I mean, we're, we're in that rarefied air right now in terms of collapses. Yeah, but... Um,
1: Gil, I was going to ask you though, and, and this is why we're asking this because we're all sort of confused. The people who aren't in that city, it's been a Jekyll and Hyde season. What you just said, yeah, that explains the second half of the season. But this is a team who sat at ten and one. What was the conversation then,
3: Greg? Greg, it was smoke and mirrors, man. From from day one. I mean, come on, I, and, and I'm not saying come on to you, but I, I just, you know, I want to say come on to the people. This was a team that barely beat New England in game one should have lost to the commanders every game with the exception of maybe the Miami game had us on pins and needles up here we were 10 we were 10 and 1 i mean the eagles were 10 and 1 and everybody was excited about it but they weren't blown away about it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the expectations were so high everybody thought that this team that was built to go to the super bowl which Last year, occurred was going to do the same this year. It didn't happen. The quarterback wasn't right. I mean, dealing with some injuries. The offensive line wasn't um, as good as it was last year. And you had a myriad of problems on defense. And you had guys that just did not play up to their expectations. And I'm going to put, I'm going to put the Georgia gang in there. Jordan Davis was a disappointment. The only one I would probably say out of the bunch it really wasn't a disappointment at the University of Georgia. It was Jalen Carter. But you could you could see where he fell off. and But clearly, N'Kobe Dean can't stay healthy, injured. And Nolan Smith has been a, a MIA. And uh, I don't want to just put that on them. You know what I'm saying? But it was a combination of things. And I really feel this coach lost the locker room. I, I think when he was first hired, you and I, What we're talking about, and I didn't feel like he was um, deserving of the head coaching job at that time. I thought he was over his head. And we've been down this road before. We went down this road with Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson was given a vote of confidence and then had a meeting with the owner after giving a vote of confidence and was fired the next day, and he won a Super Bowl. And now you have a situation, well, we're going to get it fixed. We, we feel like we're going to bring a new defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator, get the quarterback fixed and all this. But people are tired of this, man. I mean, you saw six out of the last seven games they lost. Tampa Bay was just a snapshot of everything. Arizona disaster. When they played uh, the New York Giants on Christmas Day, should have lost that game and lost the game when they played uh, the Giants in the season finale. This has been something that's been ongoing, and then you have the elephant in the room, A.J. Brown, and the quarterback going back and forth. It's just been something that's really been what I would say, um, let's say it's been covered up. But people have just not been paying attention or didn't want to believe it. They were very delusional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't want to believe what they were seeing. And ultimately, it reared its ugly head. And I don't know if this thing gets fixed, even with the uh even with a new defensive coordinator. I think you gotta do a reset, Greg and, and Sam. I really do. And um it's um it's really hard. It, it it's the toughest thing I've seen in this sports town, and I've seen a lot of things in Philadelphia over yeah. the years. But this has been one that ranks up there, and I would put and I was I was around when the Phillies uh, blew that six and a half point lead and I I got a taste of, of, of the anger and the angst in the Delaware Valley during that time, and this is very similar to that. And and and, and it's just not
2: uh, it's not good right now. Yeah. Folks who are spending time on the com outline, always great to catch up with Gil Tyree. He is social. You can find him at <laughs> GT6135 at GT6135. At your quarterback position, is there confidence in him? I know he was banged up, had the finger injury and, and whatnot. It seems to always still – in spite of the fact of what he's done, he's been at perception. It seems like there's always this cloud of uncertainty um, uh, around. And what, what's your take on him,
3: Sam? he's had to deal with this when when he was at the University of Alabama, then ultimately went to Oklahoma, and he's still dealing with it now. I, you know, I believe in Jalen Hurts. I really love him as 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 a player. I think he's dealing with some stuff. And when I say stuff, I'm talking about injuries. I don't think he, I don't think that knee. That right knee is right. I think that the, you saw the finger injury. Uh, and I think he's dealing with some other stuff. And he's been, you know, he got a lot of miles on him. I mean, you look at when he's played in high school. You look at when he played at Alabama, went to Oklahoma and stuff like that. But he's not what I consider a young 24, 25. He has, he's, been absor- he's absorbed a lot of hits. And he has not been the same person uh, that he was last year. And even before that, I thought he was showing signs of improvement when he came in and, and, and with Doug Peterson's last year and they turned the keys over, over to him after they, uh, cut loose, uh, Carson Wentz. But I really feel that this year he regressed. And I think I'm going to chalk it up to a couple of things. I'm going to talk, uh, chalk it up to the, the fact that uh Shane Steichen wasn't here, his offensive coordinator, uh, Things have not been very uh, – didn't go well with Brian Johnson, who succeeded him, and, and Brian Johnson, somebody the Falcons are interested in, Carolina's interested in and Brian. And Brian's a good uh, – I'm, I'm not one to go to throw him under the bus. I really believe that he's um, a guy who's a future coaching star in the NFL. But whatever has occurred, uh, Sam and Greg, it hasn't really worked and clicked between – Brian and and Jalen Hurts and Sirianni and all the other people, all the cooks in the kitchen, and I'm a, I'm going to include the, the the owner and the general manager because they micromanage. So all of that being said, it's just been a problem. Yeah. He's able to turn it around, but you have people up here questioning that 240 million commitment, $240 million dollar commitment they gave him to make him a franchise quarterback. Yeah, people believe that he's taken a big step back. I think he's taken some of a step back, but I don't think it's been that big. But I think he's been really, really banged up, and that's I'm I'm going to chalk it up to that.
2: All right, all right, folks. Gil, you know I'm going to take you back a little bit. You brought it up. By by this time in Alabama, you worked and covered Alabama football um, during your career. Mm -hmm. I want your thoughts on what's what's there, and. Just the, the culture, and, and you've seen it up up up, up close and personal, what Kaelin DeBoer is coming into. The fact that Nick Saban is going to be around, is that a good thing? I think it could be a good thing, but just how now people are going to be able to kind of get their hands on the coach where in the past they couldn't do that with Saban. Saban had, Saban had earned a certain autonomy. You weren't going to.
3: Right, gonna, absolutely.
2: DeBoer's got to handle that. Talk about the situation this guy's walking into.
3: Sam, first of all, He's an outsider, and and, and and that's that that's something that, and I'm sure that Greg Byrne, the athletic director, you know, went over that before he hired. But my concern with this whole hiring is the fact that one, and you know this, and Greg knows this, you don't want to be the first guy that succeeds the legend. Nope. We saw that with with uh, Ray Perkins when he succeeded uh, Coach Bryant. And and all and and look at the trailer coaches, Mike Dubos, Mike Shula, Bill Curry, Gene Stallings. And we finally and and we finally got to, to Nick Saban after after Mike Shula had failed. And I don't know if De is the guy who's gonna be the guy in the end. I was kinda of disappointed in the search because I really thought that they would make a call to D'Amico Rhines. At least at least explore the opportunity or see if he was interested. They may have done that. I don't know. I didn't hear a lot of talk about that because D'Amico is a guy. You look at what he's doing with the Houston Texans, and of course, they play today against the Baltimore Ravens. What he's done with CJ Stroud, he's revered in Alabama. You will not hear one person say a bad word about D'Amico Ryans. He is loved. And I really think if he had been. Really approached in an authentic way, and I'm not saying he wasn't. He probably, he could have been, and you know we only we all we would only know if, if we talked to Jimmy Sexton about that because Jimmy. Sexton
2: Yeah, he, every does. Coach, yeah he does. That every dude, coaching guy. Man, he has that dude, rap, that dude <laughs> runs everything, I
3: know doesn't he? <laughs> if, I don't know if, I, I if, if Davico's Jimmy's uh, client, but I, I, I imagine he would be. But my thing is this: it's almost like if Georgia ever away from Kirby, you know, I would call Thomas Brown and and gauge his interest and see if he would like to come back. I mean, he's a former player. He's a guy that you want to, he can identify with the kids of today, the social media generation. And you know that, Greg. I mean, these guys, you know, they're on TikTok, YouTube. That's why we have all this stuff with the transfer portal and all of that. I mean, everybody's doing their own thing in terms of creating their own environment. And to answer your question about the boy, I hope he succeeds. But I'm, I'm betting I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I, I really, you know, you look at so many people are transferred. Yeah. I mean, they're losing people left and right. When, when is that going to stop? Yeah. And, and you have, and, and you know this, Sam, and you know this, Greg. You have to have people working for you on your staff that understand the SEC, have relationships with the high school coaches in and around. The, the, the states that you're going to recruit and the, and the high schools you're going to identify and the cities you're going to identify. And you cannot, and Alabama folk, Georgia folk, and you, you guys know this, they do not like foreigners. Nick Saban came with, <laughs> with a resume, correct?
0: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I just funny when you said that. Yeah, ain't from around here, boy. <laughs>
3: just you might as well have said it like that. Okay, but listen. But it's it's the truth, Greg. No, you're, mean, absolutely right. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I been- mean, I listen. I, I can tell you, and 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 I say this, and Sam knows this, and you. We are all sons of the South. I live here in Philadelphia. I'm back. You know, I grew up here, but I'm a son of the South. I am a son of the South, and I love, I love the people, and I know them been around them and I understand the relationships that mm-hmm. are that are basically formed and you have people have to they have to, they have to really embrace you. You can't go down there and and I and and, and and do like uh the L S U coach did and try to talk uh <laughs>
1: oh yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. you, know, I mean, you can you you just can't do that. I mean they'll spot a phony in a minute. <laughs> so all of that being said is I, I just I'm concerned. Um, I, I, you know, I know Greg Byrne is is getting a lot of compliments, but there are a lot of people who are not happy. But I would like to. My my first question was: Did you call D'Amico Ryan? Did you gauge his
2: interest? Yeah. yeah. And I
3: mean, we have history there. Ray Perkins was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he got the call to come home. Yeah. Correct.
2: Yeah. 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 But okay. You know it's what, always. Yeah. Had, go ahead. He had he had it so tough because four what four, four, four months in, Coach Bryant passed away. And not only did he have to deal with the trying to maintain Alabama program, he had to deal with the ghost of Bear Bryant. I think at least with Saban being around, uh, hopefully, you know, it will help um, DeBoer. And when some of the people want to, you know, come out and get after him, he can say, "Hey, folks, give this guy give give this guy a chance." That's what uh, we're
3: hoping for. Thank God! Thank God that Nick Saban is there with him because I'm going to tell you something. You know, he he better embrace Nick Saban as much as he can. Yeah, and have him at practice and overseas practice because that's Nick Saban's program, man. Yeah, that's his program, and and it was Coach Bryant's program before it was Coach Saban's.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know how long is it going to take
3: before the natives
2: uh, get restless? Well, you know the Auburn folks celebrated. They rolled too much tor- corner like they rolled like like you, like they won a game. Uh- <laughs> I'm gonna
3: tell you this, man. I'm gonna tell you this, uh, guys. I don't know. I don't know if you, uh, Hugh Freeze can survive down there. Yeah, really don't.
2: Uh, with Saban being out, is going to help him. I, 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 yeah, I just, a lot.
3: But he right. better take advantage of it.
2: Yep. All right, take all right. Take advantage of it. Both of you guys, we got to cut this short. Right, Gil, do right. not okay, be a stranger. Right, this, Greg, is a,
3: listen. No,
1: this is the kind of stuff we love. you just you got to come more often, man, because <laughs> yeah. we just we just get you started and there's like a whole segment Absolutely. gone just like that.
3: Well, we listen, we still got the brains to talk about. Yep, I, yes, I'm happy do. to see Rich McKay involved now even more and more with the Atlanta Falcons. And people may <laughs> criticize me for that, but I'm glad he's back <laughs> doing the thing. And uh, my trust is in Rich McKay. All okay. Right.
1: Final yes. final word on the Falcons. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll let you know when the coach gets hired. We're going to get your opinion on that, Please. too. But that is Gil Tyree joining Sam and Greg here. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, buddy. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
3: I bet you never heard old Marcel Dillon say Miss Kitty, have you ever thought of running away? Settling down, would you marry me? If I ask you twice and beg you pretty please for yeah, Radio 92.9 nine nine The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Welcome to the new Sam and Greg. We're
1: going to be giving you lots of country music. Thanks to our new executive producer, Noel. Noel. Come on here, girl. Sam walked in.
0: <laughs> who, who is hey, this? Jesus, <laughs> I should have been a cow <laughs> What is going on? Oh, should have learned to roll oh, good, good morning.
1: Hey, morning, Noel. Sam, I asked you a question. Oh. What's
0: going on?
2: Oh. That's Toby Keith,
0: right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Toby Keith. Okay, we well. used, to, used, to, used to play him for our guy, Adam Alexander. Well, you know. he, he, he like, he how do you like me now? That's a great one. Yeah, now.
0: How do you like me now? Oh, yeah,
2: now. <laughs> be, sure che- be sure to check out Broken Bridges, <laughs> yeah.
1: CMT's first movie that they made. Kelly Preston, where she rests in peace. And Toby Keith. And the opening scene with yours truly. And I just... Uh, look at her! Look at her! She it's didn't it. know She's that. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm in the opening scene. I mess up everybody's day. I deliver some news that sets, <laughs> that sets the tone for the movie. And uh, you
0: yeah. delivered a whole plot.
1: I I yeah. Well, I'm just gonna say, say <laughs> broken bridges this is my my first thing over there. Anyway, yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9. again. Said
2: that I mentioned you know Adam Alexander last night was the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and uh, and inducted somebody that you say. Will always be like, I want you to say a footnote or an afterthought or whatnot, but he accomplished so much. Jimmy Johnson yes. goes to the NASCAR Hall of Fame along with his crew chief, Chad Knauss, uh last night. And uh, one of the legends of NASCAR, um, Donnie Allison, went last night in Charlotte.
1: So I just think Jimmy Johnson is going to be in that Tim Duncan category of all-time greats that don't come off top of mind to people when they name, you know, whether... Their sport. Who All who's he your favorite? win. I'm just saying. So did Tim Duncan. But yet it's like, oh yeah, we we're gonna pick Shaq first, or we're gonna check Carl Malone if it's power forward. Tim Duncan, Jimmy Johnson, I'm thinking of, there's, there's a couple other people in this this group who just yeah, they
2: kind of didn't toot their own horn. Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? And and
1: played with a machine. Now the thing is Steffi Graff played with a machine like approach, but she gets her due.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but for whatever reason, you know, Jimmy Johnson doesn't. So, yeah, that's a good call on that. Anyway, I got to do my thing here. Yeah. Good
2: morning, Georgia! Morning. At, At this time?
1: Well, I was going to do it, but then we went on to get into Jimmy Johnson stuff, and then we sing in well, country went, and Toby Keith and all that. And Decatur deserves a little bit more effervescence from you, Mr. Mister Crenshaw. It's greater. Uh, right. So you shout out to you folks in Decatur. In the deck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> in the what? <laughs> deck. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. What you were talking about there? Oh, and um, happy birthday to the second man who walked on the moon.
2: Okay, do you know who that is? He didn't have a golf club. He
1: did not have it. Neither did the first.
2: I oh, thought the first one had the golf
1: club. No, man, that dude was just stepping on there, waiting to see what was going to happen. <laughs> who was it that had the golf club? That was that was the next mission. He might have been... come back later on, but the second guy joined the first guy, and they were basically just kind of just seeing. It's kind of bouncing. Well, yeah, yeah, thing, seeing yeah. what was going on. You know your history. You know who that is. Noel? Do you know who the second guy was who was landed on the moon?
0: Buzz or- Aldrin.
1: There you go. Control of the board stays with uh, Miss White. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. There you go. So he's ninety-four years old today. And really? Bones. You you a Trekkie? A little bit. Bones. Okay. Forrest Kelly. His birthday today would have been his birthday today. And and for those of us that love the blues, his music is in space someplace. It was shot up on a sca- uh, on a satellite years ago, Lead Belly. Ah. Would have been Lead Belly's birthday Why today. did they send his music? He was one of the, you know, they— I know he's one of the pioneers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they threw that up there. And uh, anyway— there you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 Game.com. I want to remind you we got basketball and NFL action, obviously, under the Odyssey umbrella. Now, we got the playoff action going on. That's going to be down on WAOK. If you can't get in front of a TV, 4 o'clock pregame, kick at 4.30. That's and Texans and Ravens. There you go, followed by the second game. Do you think there is a possibility of an upset? And if it, Packers and 49ers. If there is, who do you think it would happen with if you had to pick an upset with um, today's
2: games? I'd say if it happened with anybody, it might happen with the Niners. Packers might may go in there and do. Considering that they're coming to smoke, off, taking off the Cowboys, Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that's big. Um, today, did C.J. Stroud pinch himself and wake up and say, man, this is my first year in the NFL. I ain't got no business. That's
1: exactly why he wins. <laughs> he, well, but, that's but, exactly that, why. Okay, and both but, of those but, games. But,
2: he, but he, he, he wasn't going against Lamar Jackson.
1: He ain't going was, against Lamar Jackson. He's going against that defense.
2: What's well, going against that against that defense and, too? And, that, that's, that, that's to me. That's the difference, and and that's why the Ravens win. I think the
1: oh, Ravens I, win. I I think they will win. But it's like I thought the Cowboys were going to win last week because of the obvious, but we the unforeseen is is these guys bring a I don't give a blankety blank. And when you have that mentality, it's like a punch's chance in boxing. So. No, I don't think Green Bay will do it to to San Francisco, but Houston at Baltimore, I just I I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm not shutting that upset down. So we'll see. As far as tomorrow, yeah, I'm expecting Detroit to do it. That I think Baker Mayfield' the shelf life on him is done, and the one to watch is Kansas City at Buffalo yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. And the way Josh Allen has been playing, if he just doesn't give up the ball, as everybody's been saying. I think that uh, the Buffalo comes out of this finally. When they get to the Super Bowl, though, what will it be like if they were to win it after those four trips? Like, when Minnesota wins it, eventually,
0: <laughs> that's going to be great because it'll have been like five chances for them. Look, R.I.P. Pop, when they win it, he'll be happy.
1: Minnesota, Which one are you talking about?
0: Minnesota. But, but, but if the Bills win, uh, have the fire department ready. Have the ambulances <laughs> ready? They got to worry about the, fire. They the, the stores. <laughs> well, No, they will find a way to set snow on fire. Bill's Bill's mafia is is no joke. They will find a way.
1: Do you know what this construction site they got going next to the stadium they have now? They're building the new stadium, and there's basically a hole in the ground, and it seems like somebody jumps in that hole. That's the story I saw this past week. Somebody jumps in that hole, gets hurt, and. Whoever does it, that that person gives that team good luck. They have won the next week. So this has become like a thing. But it's like. In (laughs) Buffalo, right? Yeah, in Buffalo. Because only Buffalo. Some fan jumps in. Now, obviously you can't get chosen. And obviously you're (laughs) going to get arrested. It's like Morgana. It's like running on the field at a baseball game. But somebody, since they've been doing this, somebody's done it. Somebody's gotten hurt. They've gotten arrested. But the Bills have won. And they feel like it's well worth it.
0: We've gone from setting tabers on fire and jumping them through them like we on the WWE to <laughs> jumping down into <laughs> ditches and purposely hurting ourselves. You can't beat Bill's Mafia, man. You can't beat them. Is that who you like all the way with the teams left? All the way, I hate to say it, I like the 49ers.
1: Why you hate to say that? Because of the, the coach and yes. what happened here?
0: Yes. I have beef with Kyle Shanahan. But outside of that, I, I think they're, they're the best looking. Feel, how are you
1: going to feel if, 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 if Belichick ends up here with Atlanta? I mean, you talk about the symmetry there. It's,
0: it's, it's different because you were supposed to be on my side and you did everything you could to possibly make sure that that did not happen. And then you rolled off into the sunset and went to San Francisco and, he still and left one. me with a bunch of mess. And I'm happy about that. When, when Garoppolo missed that wide open seven-yard pass mm. for a free touchdown, yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> you don't get to have nice things either.
1: But it's got to be a constant reminder. We had what was brought up during the show today—the cemetery with Belichick here. You always somebody is going to bring bring signs in there. Twenty-eight-three. It is. It it is. I mean,
0: we're going to get them signs regardless. Yeah, so if yeah, if it, yeah. so, if we can if we can get an eleven and six season out of it, bring all the twenty-eight and three signs you want.
2: Right. That's how that's how I'm feeling.
0: We're going to get it, that regardless. Yeah, but yeah, but, that, but y'all that, know something not I noticed away. the other day, which is just random. But the Falcons off lost both their Super Bowls with the other team scoring thirty-four points. That's weird.
2: Yeah.
1: I want to ask you a question. I want you to consider this. I'm sure other people have, have, have brought this up, but I want to get your thoughts on it. When when uh, Brady left and went to Tampa Bay and did what he did in that in that first year there, winning when, when the Super Bowl, at home, by the way, was that one of the greatest achievements in sports, given what he had done, given his age, leaving that environment, going down there in this first season, grabbing Gronk, having him come, and they win the chip The first team to win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Was that to you, if not the, but one of the top sporting achievements in the NFL?
0: It was one of the top achievements of choosing your own destiny to me. Like He he was able to choose his own landscape. You couldn't choose winning, though. He looked at the map and he went, Tampa has everything but me plus sunshine and no taxes. (laughs) I'm going to Tampa, and I knew it. I said, I said, he if he if Tom Brady is bright, he's going to Tampa.
2: Okay, how ironic would it be? Well, if, I that, but what? it's an achievement though. But no, I know no, where no, you're going. What's what? No, how ironic is it is it that Belichick possibly comes to the same division and sees the same and tries to
0: do the same? And yeah,
2: says, I'm. I'm. What's missing? And lifts this program up. Okay. And
0: I think that's what makes the Falcons the most appealing.
2: But that's not where I was going. Dude, I know that's not what you that were That's not
1: where I was going. Yeah. But that is, is a thought. You can throw that into the mix. But where I was going was, wasn't somebody choosing. It was somebody who got chosen. And there's an opportunity still today that the quarterback, who's going to be the rookie of the year, could come in in his first season and take his team to the Super Bowl in his home stadium. Crazy! Yeah. That's what I was getting at. That's Crazy! A whole, that's if they can get through the head coach, I mean, yeah, if they can
0: get through the Ravens, that's that's a thirty
1: for thirty right there. Oof. I mean, it's amazing that and 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 people. It's almost like the quiet thing that
2: folks don't want to say out loud. Well, that's the other thing we're watching because the guy on the other side of the sideline trying to win a playoff game today.
1: And he and by the way, talk about destiny and things that he's set in motion. Sitting out earlier this year looks pretty good right now for Baltimore, doesn't it? Yep. Giving Lamar all that money. Mr. Crenshaw, are you ready to come do this thing again tomorrow?
2: Absolutely. Right, Mark Karen Pasane is gonna join us, of course. Um tennis is happening. Coco Golf plays tonight around eight o'clock. She's into the fourth round. of course it's been an interesting week for her. Played another home girl, Alicia Parks this week. Uh it was great. I call it the A Town throwdown that two folks that <laughs> right, yeah. cut their teeth on the public courts at the south side That's of right. Atlanta. Playing in the Australian Open, I thought it was remarkable. Uh, But that's going on. Want to give a shout out to some people I'm headed out to see in just a few minutes. Uh, USTA Southern Section, uh, Southern Tennis Foundation, having their annual meeting in town. Matter of chance to go out and spend some time with the people who are passionate about tennis, who organize it, who teach it, who play it, who volunteer for it, and make it accessible to people. All over uh, the southeast region. So,
1: are they working on getting us another
2: tournament to replace the one that? We, you know what? We they're go, working we, on. We're going we to ask about that.
1: Okay, be sure to.
2: Yes. Yeah. You know,
1: this an international city. No reason why you can't <laughs> get one and get one that you know, not just all men's. Yeah. Maybe get one a little mixed up to Anyway, Noel, thank you again for your contribution. We're going to uh, Noel's got a special segment coming up tomorrow. We're going to have a fresh yep. casting call. Mm-hmm. Terrell Thomas is also going to join us and Terrell, uh, I'm going to talk to him about something that might be a part of a new feature. He don't know what I'm talking about right now, but I'm I'm, I'm working on something right now and Maria Martin is going to join us. Yep. So, maybe there'll be some news by tomorrow. Could you be. know, You'll see. You'll see. I don't know. You'll we'll see. find out. Uh, again, the rest of you, thank you for letting us be a part of your day. at Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the Game 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive
3: Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.